Hello, I'm Penny Haslam. I'm what you might call a have-a-go gardener. Today in the garden, the Buddhists have a fantastic phrase. It's to abandon all hope or expectation. <sighs> Who knew a seed packet could teach me all that? Oh, that's oh, that's pleasing. It's a big butterfly. I'm going to say red admiral and sound knowledgeable, but I've no idea. It's got red bits on it and white. It's um, making love to the verbena, the purple verbena flower top, which is its ah, oh, its raison d'etre in my garden is to attract butterflies and bees. Oh, and there's another one over there. Oh, it's just flown off. Ah, the work is the work is working. Right, gloves are on and the rose secateurs are in one's hand. And all I'm doing really is just deadheading and pottering. Because it's the end of the summer. I'll say that actually. It's um, beginning of, no, it's mid-September and it's gone boiling. So I've got my shorts on, got my gloves on. I've got big cosmos. And next to them, well, I can only say... It's the Naughty Nicotiana, which I've mentioned in a few of the previous episodes, because they've perplexed me somewhat. Yeah, so seeds. I've got a, seed, a packet of seeds for Nicotiana. I like them. I like the look of the big, weird, kind of trumpets that stick out. Look them up. They are quite curious and they look really dazzling at night time. And I think that's the great thing about a white flower in the summer or as it's getting into the gloaming I do like that word dusk basically to you and me so um, they kind of light up the garden which as we know is really good when you're deadheading at 10 o'clock at night in the middle of the summer oh another butterfly the world's gone mad oh super so these Nicotiana right I, pull, I grew them from seed they were really slow to get off the ground they weren't germinating for you know a month basically then they started popping up and then they were like these tiny thready weedy pathetic looking specimens I thought, oh god this is just a, a boring ache <laughs> i was gonna say something else this is just something that is painful and oh, they're never gonna come to much and the packet said something like will will get very big like the span will be 60 centimetres, the height will be a metre and a half. And I looked at these tiny, pathetic, puny seedlings and thought, there's no way that's ever going to happen. I've been lied to. Such is my scepticism. Anyway, I didn't pay too much attention to that. And I put quite a lot of them into the ground thinking, well, OK, when they, when they appear, I'll just move some of them and, and thin them out a bit. But when they did start appearing, I realised that the leaves are disgusting. I mean, you touch them and you smell. And I don't think you quite smell of a tobacco plant. Nicotiana, Nicotina, I don't know, there may be some, a, a tobacco-y sort of association there. I'm sure there are people listening to this going, <laughs> no, 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 that's not it at all. If there is, great, good for you, don't write in. Anyway, so they're sticky and they're tacky and they get stuck to your clothes and they're very difficult to move. And the stem is kind of furry, but also quite sticky and tacky at the same time. So I didn't bother moving them. I then got advice that if you're trying to get flowers to come out in a plant that's a bit, a bit slow, then use tomorite, which is traditionally a tomato um, feed. 
use a bit of tomorite, use a bit of miracle grow, just pour some stuff on them to get them going. Anyway, what I've ended up with, it's like day of the triffids. This one I'm stood next to is, I'm five foot two, so I reckon it is five foot five, five foot six. I'm looking up at it, it's a big head of white flowers. And they've dominated this whole bed. A huge a number of Nicotiana, which are amazing. And having been a hater of Nicotiana in the early days, I now think they are well worth it. It's a happy accident, I think, that. I've been quite impatient with them and I've been quite rude about them, if I'm honest. And I didn't, I didn't mean to be. So, Nicotiana is my new friend. I'm going to go for it next year. And what I like about this, if we just step back a bit, is that this is in the planted in the Jasper Memorial bed, which is opposite the summer house door. So you sit in the summer house of an evening with a, a bouteille de vin of your choosing or cup of tea. And you look out at this bed. And the reason I put it in here was because otherwise we just looked out at hedge. So I made this bed earlier this year. You may remember me talking about it in the Jasper Memorial bed episode. Jasper's the RIP cat, which lies at the bottom of that bed. <laughs> oh, Jasper. I do think of him often, actually. Oh, God, I'm going to set myself off. <laughs> I thought my emotional days were behind me. Having changed the HRT recipe I was on. I feel a little happier. I, I feel a lot happier, actually. It was all going a bit horribly wrong at one point. You may remember a few slightly angry podcasts where I, rent, I, I raged and ranted. Looking back, it wasn't quite me <laughs> for many months. So anyway, I'm... How did I get onto that? Anyway, emotional. Yes, Jasper, Nicotiana, <clears throat> back on track. So you sit there of an evening looking out at the Jumbo Nicotiana. And because the garden is so big, and I've said this time and time again, you need big plants, and I cannot lie. Um, so they have worked out as a happy accident. And what I'm going to repeat, I think, next year, is not necessarily the Nicotiana in this bed, but certainly a lot of one thing. I think that can look really impactful. Rather than trying to achieve some sort of look to your bed like a, a cottage um, garden bed which has got lovely you know lupins and uh, delphiniums echinacea that sort of thing in it maybe just go for one type of plant in one bed and have a nice bit of impact there so maybe a load of irises or lilies or I don't know just something that's that's going to dominate the, and, and add a block of colour rather than lots of different types of colour so there you go, I've got, all, I've got all aesthetic today. I've got all like, ooh, that's pleasing, ooh, that's not. Um, the Buddhists have a fantastic phrase. Where am I going with this? Yes, I know. <clears throat> um, which is quite shocking when you hear it, first of all. And it sounds a bit disappointing and sad. But when you think about it, it's actually quite a good approach, as most Buddhist things are quite sensible, aren't they? Um, I believe. So... It's to abandon all hope or expectation. Now that sounds really, oh, I can't abandon hope. Hope's our thing. We love hope. We always cling to hope and do all that good. We hope this, we hope that. We've even got a corona wildflower meadow of hope, haven't we, down the bottom of the garden. 
but abandon all hope or expectation. Now, abandoning expectation is the other flip side of that. It's like, don't think everything's going to be wonderful or don't expect it to be a certain way. Don't hope it's going to be a certain way. And I think the approach there is just go chill out, be neutral. It might be all right. It might not, but it will be what it will be. (sighs) Who knew a seed packet could teach me all that? Right then, let's go and look at some butterfly action. That's the pleasing bit of the the hot afternoon with the sun beating down in the northwest of England. It might be time for a cup of tea as well. A bit of butterfly viewing. Oh, lovely. Lovely.